Another day, another shocker in the group stages of the 2022 FIFA World Cup. As in Group E, Japan defeated Germany 2-1 in their opening match. I'm Umri Q, and this is your Real Take Cup Talk update of the day. Germany, who won the FIFA World Cup in 2014. Many of the same players. That, that crest on their chest means a lot to them, but evidently... It doesn't mean enough to them for them to get past the group stages uh, in this World Cup or in the 2018 World Cup as they are they fall into the bottom two now after a loss to Japan, a heartbreaking loss for them as Germany was up much like Argentina was in Saudi Arabia. It was almost it was almost reminiscent because it happened in such a very similar way where Germany and Argentina both go up one nil with a penalty kick. You think they're going to win, they're going to coast. And then the same thing, or a very similar thing that happened to Argentina, happened to Germany. Although with Argentina, many of their missed opportunities came off of being offsides or came off of being out of position. Rather with Germany, it just came with missing the shots they were supposed to make. There, were, there was one series in particular where Germany got off five shots in a row all of them on target, none of them getting into the net. It was it was absolutely unbelievable to see a team this talented underperform on, on this stage. And it was also stupendous to see a team like Japan rally back from being down 1-0 against a team that many believed that was going to crush them, to be honest with you. Yet, they come back, they score two goals in the last 20 minutes of game, game time, and it propels them now into a position where they're in the top two of their groups of their group. And right now for both Germany and Costa Rica, with Costa Rica losing to Spain, it looks like it, it does not look good for both of those teams. They cannot afford a loss. Costa Rica at this point might as well be out of it considering how many points they've, they've lost to Spain by. But for Germany, you still obviously have a, a path to the round of 16. The issue becomes, how narrow is that path? You have to win. They're in a very similar position that Argentina, the team that they beat in the 2014 World Cup, what is going to be in later on this week when they face off against Mexico. Um, but honestly, like this was a game that Germany, I, like I said, should have won. Should have won. They had 26 shots. 26 shots, 9 on target. None of them making into the net. Remember, their sole goal came off of a penalty kick. So they had more, more shots than Japan. They had more passes, way more time of possession. And regardless, it didn't work out in their favor. The other thing of note that came out of this game was, of course, the protest from the German national football team against, it would seem, Qatar, their rules, and the FIFA World Cup, uh, who have, and, the FIFA, and FIFA, who told European countries, basically all countries, that they could not wear their one-love armbands in solidarity with people of, uh, w with many different groups. I believe it's in solidarity with people of color, LGBTQ+, community, and many others. So they were told that they could not wear that armband. It's also worth to note that, ironically enough, the German foreign minister was actually sitting next to the president of FIFA today wearing her armband. Uh, so and, and so 
causing a little bit of a stir online there. But today we saw the German national team, instead of wearing the armbands, putting their hands over their mouths as if to say we are being silenced in, in, in a way of protesting that would not penalize the team but still bring some, some recognition to many of the issues that have plagued this World Cup. And there have been many, from corruption, from the scandals with many, many migrant workers dying to construct these stadiums, to the, uh, the absolute dishonest way that Qatar has run the FIFA World Cup. Look, whatever you want to say about the, 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 the customs of the country and whether or not drinking should be allowed or whether or not certain people should, not be, or should be allowed, when you are dishonest about your intentions— and when you lie and mislead people, like the government of Qatar did, like the committee did, it is going to end with blowback against you. And this is less so, honestly, about the ban of alcohol two days ahead of the, the event to try to, because we know what that was. They said, oh, we're going to be a little more lenient with alcohol because they wanted to sell more tickets. They wanted to make sure people came and weren't weren't turned off by the fact that there weren't going to be um, beverages for them to consume. Now, you could say that that's dishonest. You could say that's whatever. In the end, it's a little greedy. You could have just, if, if you really care about your morals that much, this is where I'm coming from. If you really care about your morals as a country, as a Muslim country, be honest about it and say that there's not going to be alcohol served. You didn't have to lie. That, 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 that's the thing. That's the thing. You didn't have to lie about it. Um, and now you're obviously facing, facing backlash because people came all the way over, told that they were, they were going to have a service to them, and now they won't have a service to them. My thing is just don't lie. It, like, I have no problem with the ban of alcohol in general, but don't lie about it. Secondly, the, the way that both FIFA and the government of Qatar have ignored the blatant and flagrant treatment of migrant workers, of, of underserved communities, of the LGBTQ plus community is abhorrent. And it shows you, like, there is, here's the thing. We know what the FIFA World Cup is. On one hand, it is a spectacle of epic proportions where all these countries come together and we are gifted with a tournament that somehow, some way, unites us all. At the same time, it's a marketing opportunity for both FIFA and for the country that hosts it. Balancing that is a very tricky proposition. I'm not going to lie to you. However, when we have, when we have actors that are acting completely dishonestly, and this is not me trying to say that the FIFA World Cup shouldn't have gone on this year, especially given how close everything was with the timing. Like You were not going to find another country to host it on, on such short notice. But the fact that they were not able, or the fact that we're not able to get a straight answer on some of these things, and we're being lied to, and, and this whole process has been corrupt, dishonest, greedy, and honestly quite scummy. When it comes down to it, 
from Qatar apparently paying off people, allegedly paying off people, don't sue me, for for hosting this World Cup. If you haven't seen it, go check out the, de- the Netflix documentary about this whole scandal. It, it goes back to the roots of FIFA, from Havelange to Sepp Blatter to the president today. And there is corruption. It's scandalous. It's, it's, it is what FIFA is. But that's where we are right now. That's been the update for today. We have a whole host of matches, starting with this Friday. This Friday, by the way, I just want to plug this for everyone. This Friday, I will be doing a live stream of the United States versus England uh, game. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're gonna be doing uh, we're gonna be reacting to the game. We're gonna be watching along. It's gonna be a fun time. So be sure to go over to youtube.com forward slash real take sports to subscribe and stay updated for all of that. Until next time, keep it real, everyone.